Good morning. It's good to be with you on this Thursday morning as we continue in our time together in um, 2 Timothy. Uh, we're going to be looking today at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. My name is Andy Stoddard. I'm the lead pastor here at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church. And I'm glad that we can take a few minutes together to unpack uh, God's Word, to dig into what Paul is saying to us in this passage, to dig into what God is saying to us through Paul in this passage. So we'll read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. You must understand this, that in the last days distressing times will come. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, impla implacable, slanderers, profligates, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen and with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the outward form of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid them. For among them are those who make their way into households and captivate silly women, overwhelmed by sins and swayed by all kinds of desires, who are always being instructed and can never arrive at knowledge of the truth. As Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these people of corrupt mind and counterfeit faith also oppose the truth. But they will not make much progress because, as in the case of these two men, their folly will become plain to everyone. You may have heard this um, this passage before, or heard about this 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 part here, where where Paul says that in the last days the stressing times will come. And you know, it's funny. There is a tension that I think we walk as Christians in regarding the evil of the world in which we live. On one hand, we know this that. Let's be honest, y'all. It's not going to be perfect this side of glory. It's not. Until we reach heaven, the world is going to be full of imperfections and unrighteousness and things that are not right or good. That's just reality. Um, it's not going to be perfect this side of glory. He says in the last days, there's going to be difficult times. So we know that. And that if we're not careful, will cause us to want to give up. I mean, the Bible says in the last days there will be distressing times. So why should we care? Why should we try? Why should we worry about this world in which we live? Because are we not told that it's going to be full of difficult times? And yeah, it will be. It, it will be. That's part of what we believe and know to be true. But yet every Sunday when we gather together for worship, and hopefully in your own individual prayer time daily, we pray, Thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So on one hand, we know that things are not going to be perfect or maybe even get much better. But on the other hand, we pray for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's that's the tension, y'all. That's the tension that we find ourselves living in as Christians, is that we know that it's going to be difficult and hard. And honestly, y'all, it, it, it may not succeed. We trust in God 
in the midst of it to be faithful. I, I think of, there's an old story told about a beach. A little boy was walking on one day and the the, the waves rolled in and, and brought a lot of starfish onto the beach that were going to dry out and die. And this one little boy was just walking along the beach and picking up starfish and flinging them back in the ocean. Just starfish, starfish, flinging them in the ocean. And he put a good many in the ocean, but he wasn't touching the overall amount of starfish that were on the, on the beach. So this older gentleman walked up to him and said, son, why are you doing this? What difference do you think you're going to make? You're not going to make a difference to all these starfish. Little boy pondered his words and picked up a starfish and flung it in the ocean. And he said, well, made a difference to that one, didn't it? And that's kind of where we are. We know the world is not going to get better. We're told today it's going to get worse. But we can make a difference to that every individual one, can't we? And one can change another and can change another and can change another. And before you know it, there's going to be a whole lot less starfish on the beach. We live in a fallen world where there's always going to be problems. But that should not cause us to give up. But through God's, God's grace, we should continue to work to be faithful. Even when the beach looks littered with starfish. I, I like what he says here. He says um, that um, these individuals hold uh, to the outward form of godliness, but denying its power. That makes me think of a quote by John Wesley. Um, John Wesley said one time, he said, I do not I do not fear that there will ever cease to be a people called Methodist. My fear is that they will be a dead sect, having the trappings of religion, but not the power therein. And I think that's I think that's true. We want to we want to make sure that our faith is full of power and strength. You know, we said we, we said earlier that God has called us to um, spirit of power um, not in a spirit of love. That uh, we want to uh, not just have um, an outward form of godliness, but we want to have the power of godliness. And we see, it's funny, Paul always does this. I love how Paul, we always list the sins that cause problems or the sins that we should avoid or these things. The way he always does it, um, he, <laughs> you know, he's like, people will be lovers of money. Yeah, go get them, God. Boasters. Uh-oh. Arrogant. Uh-oh. Ungrateful. Uh-oh. I mean, Paul always intermixes, always. He always does it. If you'll notice, anytime Paul does a listing of sins, he's going to always list the things that it's easy that we can't wait to judge others for, the sins that are easy to condemn, uh, along with the things that we do. <laughs> you know, he always does it. So it's almost like he works us into a lather uh, to go get them, you know, to argh, go get them. And then he always says, oh, yeah, but, you know, the stuff that you do, too, um, being arrogant or, or, or being ungrateful, um, you know, that, that you're going to get in trouble, too. And, and I think Paul does that because Paul wants to show to us the equality of sin. That sin isn't just something that other people do or that other people struggle with. That sin something that we all deal with, that we all struggle with. That That's a challenge for all of us. And so we want to make sure that we're allowing the Spirit to work in our lives, the spirit to convict us, the spirit to challenge us, the spirit to pull us, to push us, the spirit to be at work in our lives, to lead us to repentance, 
so that we do not fall into the trap of what we see here, where we have the the this the outward form of godliness, but not the power therein. We want to make sure that we are that we have an active and living faith, not just full of outward appearances of religion or outward appearances of faithfulness, but that it's a religion that is full of the inward power that comes to the Holy Spirit. So uh, Paul says that there will be sin and challenges in the last days, but um, avoid these things, avoid these sins, um, and understand. He says um, they will not make much progress because, as in the case of these two men, their folly will become plain to everyone. So God's going to win, y'all. It's not up to us to stop or fix everything or make everything right or make everything perfect or avoid or, you know, like, like, like God's going to, God's going to win. Their folly will become plain to everyone. God's going to win. It's, it's going to be self-evident. God's going to take care of it. So just focus today, wherever you find yourself, whatever metaphorical beach you find yourself on, take time. And fling as many starfish back into the ocean as you can. Because sure, you can't save all of them. You can't save all of them. But today you can, and I can, and we can make a difference wherever we find ourselves. And we can do as much good as humanly possible in the places we find ourselves to do as much good as we possibly can for others. And in doing that, God is praised. And good comes and lives are changed. So today, be faithful. Be faithful no matter where you find yourself at. Do good and trust in God to fix the things that we know that we just can't fix. Thanks for being with us today. Tomorrow, we're going to wrap up chapter three of Second Timothy. So we'll read that in the morning. Have a great day. See you then.